This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories per 12 ounces, fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, looks like New Orleans Saints have their new quarterback. Come on in, final hour. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show will check in with the Memphis Grizzlies after John Morant decided to step away for a couple of games. It's not being called a suspension, at least according to my source. The NBA's still investigating, and Memphis said that they're not suspending him. He's the one who said, I need to step away. We'll have that uh, coming up a little bit. Did he break an NBA rule? And it certainly seems by the letter of the uh, law or the letter of the rule, he did. But uh, the NBA is still investigating there. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. The Players' Championship coming up this weekend, starting March 9th through the 12th, and of course the 17th at TPC. First time I played it, in the water. Second time I played it, put it on the green, two-putted, par, And it was one of the great moments of my golfing career. Not that there's a long list of great moments of my golfing career, but when you walk up 16, you can't help but start to look over at 17. And that green looks so small. And then when I played it, I think I played it and hit an eight iron. I think I was like 140 away and there was a breeze. And uh, the next time I used a nine iron and put it on, on the green. And uh, I'm glad to have a two putt walk away and I don't even know what I shot that day. All I know is I parred. I parred uh, the 17. Uh, let's see. Poll question for hour three is going to be what, Seton O'Connor? Yeah, and hour two was an absolute blowout. Oh, it was. Okay. Not even close. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's still it's somewhere in the 90s in terms of uh, how good Anthony Richardson is of a combine performance. Y- yes. What that actually means. Oh, that people don't believe in no. the combine, no. the measurables is we the like measurables are still at about it's ninety four to six percent split. Okay, All right. uh, we also put up there the franchise tag. Would you wear it as a badge of honor or a scarlet letter? Sixty two percent badge of honor. Mm, yeah. Now I I I want a long term contract. I don't want to be franchised for one year. I mean, it's nice to get that one year. A lot of times, that's a big jump. That that yes, one year it is. For people. Yes, it is. By the way, Derek Carts a four year deal been reported in uh, multiple places. Now, he's reunited with Dennis Allen, who was with the Raiders. I don't know what happens with Michael Thomas. What's Taysom? Wait, I thought they had their quarterback on their roster. How many years did we go through that with Sean Payton? I'm like, no, he's not a quarterback. No, no, Sean Payton is, no, he's not a quarterback. A great athlete, not a quarterback. And now you got Derek Carr. And uh, I think you can safely say he's the best quarterback in the NFC South right now. Maybe. Right now he is. Now, we just had Dan Orlovsky on. And Orlovsky said there was a report that, uh, you know, the Jets were leaning towards or Derek Carr leaning towards the Jets. And he thought that that was just sort of a way of maybe flushing out Aaron Rodgers. Like, you want to play for the Jets? Let's go. And... 
Uh, and Les Rogers said, you know, I don't know what I'm going to do. All right, then we really don't want Derek Carr. But now it makes me wonder, what do the Jets do now? What's Aaron Rodgers do now? Does this? I thought Aaron Rodgers was going to set the market or reset the market in the offseason, where Rodgers is going here, and that meant the dominoes would fall. And that would be, okay, if he goes to the Jets, does Garoppolo go to the Raiders? Derek Carr goes to the Saints. Who does Carolina get? Does Carolina wait in the draft? Are they interested in Anthony Richardson? And you get Cam Newton 2.0. That's what I was curious about. And I still am. If Roger, What if Rodgers retires? So Jordan Love's going to start with Green Bay. The Raiders, now what do they do? They bring in Jimmy G? Are the Jets interested in Jimmy G? Is Mike White going to be the future quarterback with the Jets? So there's, there's still a lot going on. But I thought it was going to be Rodgers. And, you know, Rodgers, I'm going to guess this week, probably make his decision whether he retires or, you know, plays for somebody else. I, I guess he could stay with Green Bay. But I keep hearing, although they're not reports, that Green Bay has moved on. Like, if you talk to people who are around the sport, they, they say the same thing. Three people said the same thing over the weekend. Oh, they, they're ready to move on. I go, are they moving on? They're ready to move on. Are they moving on? That's what I want to know. Because I'm I'm ready, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. Because if Aaron Rodgers goes, you know, I'm going to come back one more year. Are you going to say we're moving on and then what? Because Rodgers can come back fully guaranteed. It doesn't matter if you're ready to move on or not. If he's not ready to move on. Yes, Paul? The Saints also didn't have a first-round pick in the draft. At least their, their original first-round pick. I think they traded last year to go up to get Chris Olave, the wide receiver. So that would have been the 10th pick. Philly now has that. But the Saints, like their roster is ranked in the top 10 of the NFL, their entire team roster on the PFF. I wonder if they looked at their division and said, I'd rather overspend for Derek Carr and have a chance to win the division or be in our division than rebuild or start over. Because they don't have the draft uh, guys to do it either. Yeah, but I don't know if I got Michael Thomas. Alvin Kamara's got legal trouble. Uh, who do I really have? I love Olave, but is that enough? And and maybe you 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 can be a under you know sub five hundred team and still win the NFC South. We've seen that as recently as last year. I think Brady looks around and goes, oh, "God, you know what? It's hard to leave the NFC South. What's easier, home life or the NFC South?" <laughs> he wasn't really facing murderers row for most of his career anyway. So, <laughs> hey, don't talk bad about Tommy. I mean. <laughs> it's not like he really <laughs> struggled in New England, so I know uh, you had the Dolphins and the Bills and the Jets, and you're and like, okay, all in some of their worst times pretty, in franchise pretty, history. Pretty, so. pretty much six of our ten wins are going to be against those guys. Yes, Marv, they go five and one because they would always lose to the Dolphins. They would down in, in Miami, Miami yeah, always, always, yeah, always. All right, let's uh, go around the room, best and worst of the weekend. And uh, Todd, I'll start with you. Best of the weekend. Uh, John uh, Julius Randle. I know I wrote John Randle. I just called him. Julius Randle scores 43 points, including a game-winning three at Miami Friday night in the 122-120 win over the Heat. New York's eighth straight win. Then they went to at Boston last night. Double Were you overtime. prepared for this? I, I was. I don't know why I'm having trouble reading. They, they make it nine, nine in a row. Slow winning. down. Just slow down. They win their ninth straight at Boston last night in double overtime. Worst of the weekend, Celtics blow a 28-point lead in Boston on Jason Tatum's 25th birthday. Lose to the Nets 115-105. Gave up 38 points to Brooklyn member Mikhail Bridges. See, right. no Connor. I, too, am aggressively over-caffeinated, so I might have a hard time through this as okay. well. Um, but I don't know how you can mention the Knicks and not talk about Emmanuel quickly last night. Dude, absolutely. Ball. Talk about making the most of your opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it wasn't even really about a stat line. I think he had 38 points, eight rebounds, seven assists, but he was having so much fun out there. He was dancing. He was like running down the sideline. He, it was just somebody like the most pure form of joy when playing basketball. It was just really fun to watch. Uh, my even more bester though, my Drake Bulldogs going dancing. Let's go. I forgot that they were your Drake Bulldogs. Yeah, that's my Drake Bulldogs. I mean, I went to a game. You did this go season. to a game. Hello. You, you did. You did stop by. One Missouri Valley Conference. I think first time since 2008. They're going dancing. Fairleigh Dickinson, UNC Asheville, Drake, and Kennesaw State. Marvin, best and worst of the weekend. Uh, best of the weekend. Caitlin Clark 
with the triple-double in the Big Ten title game. Yeah. Best shooter in college she basketball, is. bar none. She is the best shooter in college basketball. Uh, worst of the weekend, your San Antonio Spurs gave up 142 points okay. to the Houston Rockets. <laughs> yeah. And usually it's you score, you have a career high against the Rockets. Because defense is optional with that franchise. Paulie, best and worst of the week. I'm going to go Liverpool 7-0 over oh. Manchester United. That's a spanking. What happened to Manchester United? They're rubbish, as they say. Man, over you. And then I'm going to give bollocks. I'm going to give my second best of the weekend to Travis Kelsey on SNL. This guy's, you know, he's not an actor. He's not Peyton Manning who's done like a thousand commercials. He pulled it off. He did a good job. Like every sketch, I watched the whole thing. Every sketch was pretty good. He's got a lot of personality. Yeah, he had confidence. He was having fun when he was nervous. He had fun with it and his brother Jason Kelsey was there in the crowd. They had fun with that. They did a bunch of those tape skits that were really well produced and funny. He was in a lot of stuff and he he really nailed it. Good job by him. Yeah. Yeah. What was that catching Kelsey? Didn't he do a reality show where he was dating? He did uh, point that out, too. Catching Kelsey. Let's see. What else do we have here today? We got Mark in Texas. Hi, Mark. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. Hey, Mark. Yeah, your caller earlier about the vasectomy. I've got uh, an update uh, about uh, (laughs) resuming activities. Uh, There you go. So... My wife and I had surprise twins, so like a good father, I make an appointment to have a vasectomy done. And uh, while I'm laying there, I know the doctor partially. I'm like, so uh, when can I resume normal activities? He's like, oh, all we ask is you don't do it in the waiting room. <laughs> so I'm like, oh. <laughs> they, wait, they just ask you they didn't demand that you uh, didn't do anything in the waiting room? He's a polite, he's a gentleman. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, so later... There's a lot of attention going on down there this day. I mean, my wife's friends are applauding me for doing this. I mean, it's just a lot of attention. So, you know, guys, we don't need a lot of attention down there because something can happen. So later I'm talking to the wife. I'm like, you know, doctor said we're good to go. Man, not sterile for like three months, but we're good to go. And, and uh, we worked it out. We worked it out. So about eight hours post-op, you're good to go, according to my doctor. All right. Well, thank hours. you. Thank you for that update, Mark. Yeah, Paul. You still got the little wristband on with your name and your blood type eight <laughs> hours after the hospital. It's go time. Anybody have a vasectomy in here? No? Anyone been asked to? Mm, no. <laughs> nope. Not even does not even something that comes into my mind. Yeah. Don't even think of it. Yeah, Marv. Same. Okay. Uh Rich in LA. If you were asked, Marv, what would you do? I probably, I'd think about it. Well, that's nice. <laughs> Is that that means no? Oh, okay. Then the answer is no. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Paul. I could see the reaction. I mean, let's say one of us were asked to get a vasectomy and we fought it a little bit. I could see you catching some heat for why are you fighting it. You know, we're not having any more kids. We've agreed upon that. Playgrounds, you know. Yeah, but still, you having surgery. Yeah, minor surgery. Is when it's on somebody Procedure? else. Procedure? Yeah, that, oh. Is a vasectomy, are you fully under? No. Oh, you're not? I don't think so. Well, that's why they're talking about looking the Dan, doctor in the eye. Yeah, you're localized. Dan Orlowski played basketball the next day. Yes, he did. I just remember working with a sports center anchor, and he said that uh, he brought in a bag of frozen peas, and he sat at his desk writing sports center uh, that next day, and he was sitting on a bag, bag of peas. <laughs> I once uh, produced your sh- – well, actually, I was running the board for your show at ESPN, and yeah. one of our producers had just had one. Yeah. And that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rich in L.A. Hi, Rich. What's on your mind today? Hey, Dan. 57165. All right. I'm just worried about John Morant and his gun situation. I'm sure you remember Gilbert Arenas and yeah. what – uh, happened with him, yep. but everybody remembers Gilbert. But do you remember who the other party was in that situation? Crittenden, Javaris Crittenden. So he and Arenas got suspended for the o nine o ten or o nine ten season. All the players left the locker room. The Wizards ended up trading a lot of people away. Crittenden got traded to the Lakers, where he joined an L.A. gang and is now in jail for manslaughter. 
So I just hope that uh, this isn't the path that John Moran is headed down. But if he, my biggest concern is if he's in Denver for a, a game and he has a weapon with him that is owned by him, he must have transported it on the team plane. Yes, that's what I want to know. How do you get that? And I know if you've, if you've flown private, there are a lot more lax when you're going through security. You even go through security in some places. But they might just ask him. You know, if it might be just a verbal, hey, you know, you got anything? Now, it might be somebody else's gun. But you need a gun to go to a strip club? And you're posting that you have a gun in a strip club? I, if you need a gun to go to a strip club, then maybe you shouldn't be going to a strip club. Yes. Yeah, I mean, there's always, you know, could be somebody else's gun yeah. kind of thing. Could be. You know? But you're showing it on Instagram, like, like no awareness whatsoever. No, no, zero. We'll check in with the Memphis Grizzlies. More on this story coming up after this Dan Patrick show. If you own a small business, you know the value of time. GetRefunds.com does as well. That's why they've made it easy, no matter how busy you are, to apply for the Employee Retention Credit, or it's known as ERC. Now listen up. ERC assistance can help you. It's going to take you less than 10 minutes. Go to GetRefunds.com and see if your business qualifies. If uh, it qualifies, you could be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee kept on payroll during COVID. GetRefunds.com has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through the ERC, and maybe they could help you as well. And keep in mind, there is no charge up front. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Many businesses believe that they are not going to be able to qualify based off incomplete or outdated information. Check it out. Go to GetRefunds.com, click on Qualify Me, and see if you qualify. GetRefunds.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too? It's funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find. That's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Top story has to be what's going on with John Morant, Memphis Grizzlies. And in case you're just joining us, Derek Carr is joining the New Orleans Saints, a four-year deal. We don't know the exact numbers other than it's a four-year deal. But those are uh, some of the headlines. We did uh, reach out to a source with the NBA and asking about, is this a suspension? And uh, I was told that the league is not calling it a suspension. They're still investigating, and the team is not calling it a suspension. It feels like it's just semantics and agreed upon you need to take some time off right now, and right now it's uh, two games. DeMichael Cole covers the Grizzlies, beat writer for the Memphis Commercial Appeal. He joins us now. Uh, Update us on anything uh, if you can, DeMichael. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Dan. But you pretty much just stated some of the latest there. Uh, I think the main question that people have had is, uh, is this the NBA, you know, kind of assisting the Grizzlies uh, with this situation with John Morant uh, stepping away from the team? From what we know, uh, this is more, you know, the Grizzlies' decision to have John Morant step away from the from the team. And, and in regard to the NBA, there's still an ongoing investigation there. Let's go back a year ago that, you know, we could root for Memphis and it felt like they were an underdog story. Uh, certainly you were getting highlights from them and jaw every night. And, you know, we were rooting for them and him. And then all of a sudden I just, I saw them change as if they had been the golden state warriors. Like they were cocky, you know, they hadn't won anything. And I don't know if you noticed a change in John Morant as well. Did, did this all just happen uh, with John the last year and nothing else attached to it? Brighter lights, Dan. Uh, just just brighter lights. I mean, you know, covering the Grizzlies over the past two seasons, from a personality perspective, from John and the team, uh, this is who he's been. This is who the team been in terms of, you know, playing with that, you know, that flamboyant style, you know, that, that, that confidence, you know, all the alley-oops, all of the, you know, the trash talking. They were trash talking everyone last season the same way that they are this season. But last season, they were the darlings, right? They were this up and coming team. Wow, they're not afraid of the Warriors. They're not afraid of this team. They're not afraid of Kevin Durant. But then this year, it's like, <laughs> what have these guys done? Like, why are they talking? So, so it's it's kind of a different perspective of how people view the Grizzlies. But getting back to more in the case of John Morant, uh, this is he he kind of is a is a different type of person, Dan. He, in a way, you know, with all the social media things that he does, he prides himself on being one of the few athletes. This is something he said. He prides himself on being one of the few athletes who will show you his real life. You know, he he doesn't hide the fact that he'll go out sometimes late at night. But guess what? He'll let you know that he's going to get up early that next morning, you know, to get back in the gym and things like that. So this is this is no secret, you know, uh, to, to us uh, on who he has been. But it's more of the, you know, the outside antics and some of those things kind of accumulating to the point where now everyone's saying, Ja, you know, you have to take a step back. How did he get a gun in Denver? Why did he have a gun in Denver? So from what we've heard, Dan, uh, there's been no you know, confirmation on whether it was his gun, whether it was an actual, you know, gun at all. So uh, that is part of the NBA's ongoing investigation from what I've been told. That's one of the things uh, that, you know, is being, you know, heavily looked at uh, according to, you know, the NBA rules. Uh, the NBA rules prohibits, you know, guns, you know, in locker rooms, on team planes and, and around team facilities. So if that is the case, 
you know, there could be some heavy punishment coming along the lines. But again, from what we've heard up to this point, there is no indication uh, on if or if it isn't, you know, a gun. Are these is this all just a coincidence that all this has happened with John or with his guys this past year? Like nothing else was happening off the court with John Morant prior to a run in at the mall, uh, playing pickup with a kid at his at his house. Uh, you know, his his boys pointing a, you know, a laser uh, light or whatever at the Pacers. I mean, this just this is new. All this stuff is just happening now. It, again, it goes back to those those brighter lights for him, right? You know, I remember early on in his his career, his first couple seasons, right? John Morant, you know, it wasn't uncommon to see him show his face, you know, around Memphis, you know, and, and people would come tell me, hey, look, I saw John Morant at this place. I saw John Morant at that place. But he, he has a little bit of a different light on him now, Dan. And again, that's where we go back to he's 23 years old. He has the weight you know, of of the Grizzlies franchise on his shoulder. He is arguably, you know, the biggest athlete to come through, you know, the city of Memphis up to this point. And he's one of the faces of the NBA. He's one of the faces of Nike. He is the face of Powerade, you know, at this point. And then there's Hulu, Body Armor, so, so much more at stake here. So I think what we're seeing is there are a lot of warnings issued out, Dan. You know, Ja, be careful. Ja, be careful. And now it's to the point he has so much more on the line. Uh, you're seeing, you know, these situations where, you know, there's things are being reported more on, you know, intensively and things like that. So uh, that's where we are right now. And it's, it's simple, you know. Yes, he's only 23. And, you know, he's only been in the league four years. But John Morant has a contract that could be worth more than $230 million next season. Yeah. He has a, a sneaker deal with Nike that will, you know, a sneaker that debuts in April. So he has a lot to weigh here. And that's why all of this heat is coming right now, because he simply has too much to gain and a whole lot to lose. What role does his dad play? He's he's always there, uh, certainly at the home games. Yeah, he, he's there on the road, too. His, his dad is is there everywhere. And was his dad in Denver? I'm not sure if his dad was in Denver, but I mean, he, I will say earlier this season, you know, he was there in Denver. He was in LA uh, when they went on the road earlier this season. And pretty much he goes to the majority of the away games. So the thing about his dad is they have a great relationship as you know, most people uh, can see. And he does challenge Ja, you know, Ja will tell you know, anyone that his dad, is his biggest critic. His dad is, you know, his biggest hater sometimes. And what I've gathered, you know, just from talking to T over the years, you know, he, he challenges job in, in ways, but, you know, sometimes people question, you know, uh, if, if T is, you know, saying some of the right things to job and, you know, from the conversations I've had with the people around them, uh, T does seem like he's, you know, telling job, you know, Hey, you know, you, you know, what's at stake here right now. But, you know, John Morant, again, he does have, you know, a mind of his own. And sometimes, you know, that seems to be the case when, you know, he, he does things that uh, kind of fall back on into his hands sometimes. You got a big story on your hands there. DeMichael, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Appreciate you, Dan. No problem. That's uh, DeMichael Cole. He covers the Grizzlies, a beat writer, Memphis Commercial Appeal. Well, that'd be an interesting story if Dad was in Denver with him. Yeah, see. Yeah, the thing I've been thinking about, though, with T. Morant is because he's getting a lot of criticism here yeah. about is he too much of uh, his son's friend and yeah. not being his father. But, you know, I, we can't forget that T. Morant also did well enough to get Ja to this point as a father, right? Yeah. So, oh, so I, I can give him credit, but then also, you know, this is when it is really important to understand with the bright lights and the money yeah. and, and everything that comes. Now is when you need guidance. I, I'm sure that you got it when you were growing up and uh, helped him get to this point. Now is what this is the guidance that's most important. I mean, maybe we're reading a little too much into a guy sitting courtside, you know? Well, I'm, all, I'm going by what uh, guys who cover the NBA, Stephen A. Smith, uh, Jay Williams, you know, these guys are around the league. And, you know, I'm, I'm listening to what they're telling me about the relationship. And you get to the point where now your son's the breadwinner. Do you look at him differently? Does he look at you differently? 
And I don't know that. But I think, I think you have to ask these questions because what's at stake? You know, this wasn't something that was silly. This was something that was, could have been very, very serious. And that's why you have to ask these serious questions. Before it becomes serious, now you have to ask those questions. And his father and his mother did a great job. You know, they raised him. He had a chip on his shoulder. Nobody wanted to give him a scholarship. Got a scholarship. And, and then I wondered if he had the outside shot to be a star in the NBA. Prove me wrong. But these are things on the court he can take care of. The stuff off the court, I don't care how athletic you are. You got to be smart. And he hasn't been smart. But you're only 23. Yeah, Paul. I, I know it's apples and oranges with the accusations and not comparing the two guys. But if you look at Michael Vick, Michael Vick was the most popular, most popular player in almost all sports, but definitely in football. And I wonder if Michael had gotten in trouble for something smaller a couple of years before the whole dogfighting thing broke. Would that have been a chance for him to get away from that? But I, I don't think he looked at dogfighting the way we look at dogfighting. He grew up in a culture. And, and, and Mike explained that. You know, once again, I went to prison with Michael when he, with Tony Dungy, and he was proselytizing with these inmates. He was telling them, hey, don't do what I did. He was, he was trying to have them have some kind of, uh, you know, awake, awakening here. But in his mind, Mike didn't look at, he didn't look at dogs the way we look at dogs. Like, this was a sport that he grew up with. Of course it's wrong, and he went to prison for it. And and he has, you know, since regretted that and, and certainly uh, done a lot of things to try to help with the, the dog community. Even had to ask permission to be able to have a dog for his kids. And I, I just think you get to that point. It's different than if you said that John Morant grew up in this environment then okay, I understand that you, you could be there with your guys or everybody carries a gun. Uh, you know, Jalen Rose, who I have great respect for, Jalen on the broadcast said, look, I've been there. But Jalen didn't have a father growing up, came from inner city Detroit, and he said, look, there are people who wanted to kill me. And I'm there with a the gun. You know, I'm, I'm that kid. And the, and the you know, lights are brighter on you. But he eventually got out of that, and he realized that if I'm, I stay in this world, I'm not going to survive, or I'm not going to succeed. And that's what John Moran has to understand, is somebody who will tell him when he's wrong. And hopefully his dad has his ear, or he'll listen to that. Because if not, this is going to be a cautionary tale. And that's why I'm not condemning him. He did something stupid. We've all been stupid when we're young. But you can make you you can do something positive here. Let's do it before something happens. And it, it, somebody who covers the NBA said last night, "If I know you have a gun, that's one thing. But if you show me you have a gun, it means something different. It's a different language to different people in different communities." And John Morant showing he's got a gun on Instagram live is just irresponsible. But it could be worse. It could be something where somebody gets shot. And that's that's the thing I think most people are, because he, he's a story to root for. He really is. But he's not helping his story at all. Yeah, Mark? Yeah, I think that uh, investing in security is just so important because obviously he is a target, or you know, most professional athletes are. But I think that can just save you so many problems. You've seen that over and over again with different athletes carrying guns and shooting guns and things like that. I think security higher is just, security right. if you go to Denver and you're going out. Hire a driver if you're going out. Those are things that you have the money, and 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 then they can be the people who are going to protect you if if you need that. But you don't if you're going to a strip club and you got a gun. Why are you going to the strip club? Like why do you need to carry a gun in Denver? Those are the questions I would certainly love answers to. How'd you get the gun in Denver? Did you take the gun to Denver? Was your dad with you in Denver? Like, you just kind of shake your head. Yeah, more. I think, actually, this might be the wake-up call because of all the publicity this is getting. 
And look, he's probably getting talked to from Nike, Under Armour, you know, not Nike, not Under Armour, but uh, Powerade yeah. and all those other sponsors yeah. that are just right but there But is for he him. listening? Is he? That's what matters the most is I'm going to listen to you. Like, who is who's he going to? They can talk to him, but is he listening? And that's what my fear would be with this is maybe you think you're smarter than what you are. Hey, I got money. You know, I can I can figure my way out of these things. Nike's got a shoe coming out April 1st. His shoe. People got a lot of money invested in him. And you're the face of the franchise. And I get it. There's pressure that goes along with it. But you're going to release pressure. I don't need you to have a gun on Instagram going live at a strip club with your shirt off. How about we do Pilates? <laughs> How about we do, uh, you know, spin? Something. Yes, Paul. If you go back to when we had Johnny Manziel on right before the draft, remember he was a fun guy in college, all the party videos and stuff. You talked to him about this kind of stuff. And you, I can remember all his answers to you. Dan, that was my past. I'm ready to get focused on being a, a new man, going to Cleveland, doing the right thing. I'm about being a friend. He said all the right things to us. And you go back and watch that interview, you're like, wow, Johnny Manziel, he's totally grown up. He told us what we wanted to hear. He did. He did for that. For 20 minutes. And he did that to teams as well. Johnny Manziel was smart enough to understand, I'll tell you exactly what you want to hear. But he kept thinking he was smarter than everybody. And I remember we had somebody reached out to uh, one of Johnny's friends to help him. I had Ryan Leaf reach out to him. And he would not accept any help. And I said, you're going to be at 26. It's going to be over. And it was. And nobody cares about Johnny Manziel. Yes, he because most of his supporters were like, well, what trouble has he ever gotten in? You know, he, he hadn't gotten in any trouble. He hadn't gone. So there was a there was very much a mixed conversation around, does this kid have a problem or not? You know? Well, he had a party problem that we found out later. That that he, he did not put in the time at all. And then when he got to Cleveland, he didn't put in the time. He didn't put in the effort. He thought, he's Johnny Manziel. I'll figure this out. Now, there are apples to oranges there. Because Johnny Manziel didn't carry a gun. Uh, he wasn't pointing a laser at his buddies. I mean, that we know of. But he wasn't doing some of these stupid things. He was doing other stupid things like, hey, I need a weekend off. Can I go to Vegas? And he goes to Vegas. Like, there's a red flag right there. That ain't my quarterback. But it's a cautionary tale. It just is. You have it. You think you're invis- invincible. Uh, you think you're invisible as well. Like, I can get away with these things. And you can't. It catches up with you at some point. It does. Yeah, Mark. Yeah, best best case scenario is that this is just a turning point. In, in 10 years, man, I was just, you know, I was wild at 23. I, I'll take in two years. Like, when he's 25, I hope he goes, man, you know what? I didn't realize it. Or I, I thought I could get away with this. Or, you know. Whatever his rationale is going to be. Maybe he just says, I don't know what I was thinking. And maybe that's probably what's going on. I don't know what I'm thinking. Yeah, more. And I think uh, professional athletes sometimes we feel like they're dogs. Like in age-wise, like you're 23, you, you have to mature. <laughs> but he's only 23. I know he's doing something incredibly stupid, but he's really got to uh, you know, grow up. Hopefully this will be the turning point. I believe in Ja. Well, I don't know him. But I, I hope others know, you know, that's, I think we met him once and he was nice. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> oh, wishful thinking for my part. I don't know him either. Well, no, because uh, I think it was Jalen Rose who says, I know that he'll, he'll come back from this. We don't know that. We can hope that he does, but we don't know that. Take a break. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Hey, it's Ben, host of the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is the Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of the Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to the Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, or you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you can also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Last call for phone calls. What we learn, what's in store tomorrow. Michael Silver, NFL reporter, says the Tennessee Titans are shopping Derrick Henry. I don't know what they want in return for Derrick Henry. Seems like the Titans are ready to move on from uh, their quarterback and their running back. Titans are shopping Derrick Henry. Uh, And I don't know if they're shopping Ryan Tannehill, but... It, you you already have maybe your quarterback of the future, maybe. But uh, Derrick Henry is twenty nine, and uh, he makes ten and a half million dollars a year. So he's due that, but it's not guaranteed. If they trade him, they save a little over six million dollars. So they they already got rid of AJ Brown. Um, that would probably be a pretty good indicator of where this team is headed. You got Ryan Tannehill's contract? Yeah, he made he made almost $40 million this year mm-hmm. for the uh, Titans. He will make like $39 million next year if they keep him. $36 million, check that. They can get out and have an $18 million dead cap hit if they mm. get, get rid of him before the 2023 season, which isn't the worst thing because they have Malik Willis sitting there on a rookie deal. Yeah, Seaton. Titans feel like less of a rebuild and more of a deconstruction. It's like, well, you keep letting all your star players go, then what are we doing? Yeah, you're rebuilding there. But it feels, yeah, but I don't know what the rebuild part of it is yet if you're slowly deconstructing what was a good yeah. team over the years. So what you're saying is take the wrecking ball to the franchise instead of sort of slowly going in. This year, it's A.J. Brown. And year, next, next year, Derek Henry. Next year, let's get rid of our running game. Yeah. The year after that, we'll get rid of our quarterback. And then we'll and then get we'll rid just... of our coach, Mike Vrabel. And now we're <sighs> nice. Yeah. 
Nice and now line. we're ready for Caleb Williams. Yes, Paulie. And the AFC South, if you're the Jaguars, you just won the division. The Titans are going the wrong way. The Colts are going to probably draft a quarterback and have a rookie quarterback. The Texans will have a rookie quarterback. The Jaguars could be set for the next couple of years. Mm, okay. In theory. Uh, let's see. Gibbs in Virginia Beach. Hi, Gibbs. What's on your mind today? Thanks, DP. Not exactly. I guess Finch checking in. Uh, a couple of things for you today. First, I have to apologize for my comment last week about the uh, combine phrases that should be foregone. I said high motor uh, should fall by the wayside, not realizing that you still had high motor T-shirts for sale on the website. So, Well, we're mocking it. Yeah, we're mocking that. And um, what was the other one? Sneaky Athletic. We're doing that one as well. <laughs> Draft capital is what I'm trying to stay away from. So there, there, there's certain ones there, but that's okay, Gibbs. You're good. Yeah, you late first rounder in there. That one's yeah, doing well. Yeah. Okay. I don't want to be labeled. I don't want to be labeled the next Chris in uh, California. So I uh, just wanted to clear mm. that up. Mm. Um, second, I got best and worst for you. Uh, my worst is my Tar Heels falling at home against that other school eight miles up the road, mm. uh, basically punching their ticket to the NIT. Um, I guess we'll be outside looking in if we don't win the ACC tournament, but hopefully I can root for Asheville or Wilmington. Um, <laughs> my best is something that uh, Paulie and Tyler, I think, would really enjoy on Saturday. My local hunting community at uh, Knott's Island, North Carolina, had their annual hunter's feast, which included smoked meats of rabbit, squirrel, bear, venison, deer sausage, brisket, oysters, and frog legs with libations to boot. Uh, open invite for you guys uh, oh. next year, Dennis. Well, okay. Well, thank you, Gibbs. Road trip. I was offered pheasant. Guy went out and uh, shot pheasant, and then he said, "Hey, I, uh, I, I, whatever you do with pheasant, he uh, he created something with it. I don't know if they're fillets or something, but I've never had pheasant before." Yeah, Paul. I had some good boar a couple weeks ago when I was in Italy. I had a uh, wild boar ragu. In my, oh, right. Okay, pretty good. Good, damn good boar. Yeah. Um, let's see. Barry in Santa Fe. Hi, Barry. Good morning, fellas. Good morning, chat row. Uh, no real great uh, best of the weekend. Maybe uh, my baseball naps. Uh, the worst of the weekend was actually Paulie's best, Travis Kelsey on SNL. Uh, he was bad. I mean, the Golden Gate Bridge has more range than he did. And the suit, I mean, this this suit had a third sleeve hanging from the waist covering his junk. I mean, he was, I mean, I, I liked him when he was natural. This is getting a little ridiculous. Okay. Well, thank you. That's Buzz Kill Barry. I thought Travis Kelsey held his own. No. Yeah. I thought he did well. Yeah. At least he wasn't yelling at us for not believing in them or picking them. Oh. Yeah, Paul. He wasn't Peyton Manning. He wasn't well. Nobody's Peyton Manning. And he wasn't Nancy Kerrigan. He did a nice job oh. there. He looked like he was having a good time. He he read the cue cards well. He nailed the joke timing. Uh, this day in sports history, Paulie. Uh, not a lot. Larry Heisel of the Minnesota Twins became baseball's first designated hitter in a spring training game in 1973. Uh, highest scoring game in NBA history up to that point, 1982. Spurs beat the Milwaukee Bucks 171-166 in three overtimes. Mm. And then in 1983, the USFL began its first season of pro football competition. Big deal back then. Yes, it was. I covered the uh, New Jersey Generals. Yes, I did. Went to a few press conferences at Trump Tower with uh, Doug Flutie when he was introduced there. Herschel Walker. Uh, let's see. What else do we have here? The most lopsided loss... Well, at the time, in Laker franchise history, happened on this date in 2014. The Clippers beat the Lakers 142 to 94. Wait, have they lost by a larger margin since then? Because this says, at the time, the most one sided loss in Lakers franchise history. Uh, final results of the poll question, Seton. And I put up one uh, without asking you. I said, how many games are the Saints going to win this season? Oh. Uh, zero through four, five to eight, nine to 12, 13 plus. Five to eight. Yeah, five to eight. Yeah. 60 percenter. They got it. They're screaming eight and nine right now. 34 percent like nine and 12, though. That's the next okay. highest category. So right. people are high. Okay. All right. All right. Let's go around the room what we learned on this program. Todd, I'm going to start with you. Back left. Dan Orlovsky had triplet boys a few years back and got a vasectomy. And... Then he had a baby right before the vasectomy, didn't he? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, his wife got pregnant right yep. before that. Uh, see, uh, see, no counter. Yeah, we've entered the uh, vasectomy era of the yeah. Dan Patrick Show. Yes, height, weight, and vasectomy. Yeah. Marvin, you said even the tear has, even the clown has tears. Yes. Try it again, Marvin. You said even the clown has tears. Yes. Well done, Pauling. Tomorrow is quarterback hand size day on the Dan oh, Patrick Show. Oh, 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 that'll bring Buckle up. That'll bring back some memories Take there. The kids out of school. Could be a bad day for Marvin. Still overpaying for a razor in this economy? That's gross. Dollar Shave Club. Top shelf shave at a regular shelf price. Dollar Shave Club available at a store near you in the men's razor aisle. That's it. That's the commercial. Thanks for joining us. Have a great Monday, or at least a good Monday. Talk to you tomorrow. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Coriant.com. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.